everyone welcome back to black girl couch reviews i'm your host christina we are back for the final episode of midnight mass episode seven book seven revelation written and directed by mike flanagan i gave this episode an eight out of ten uh despite the fact that i was bawling and <laughs> on several occasions uh my hormones must be out of whack no it's just some very uh heartfelt things in there but i will say my biggest complaint throughout this entire series is the characterizations they don't they feel like archetypes in in placeholder settings for the message like the writing is very strong the way in which the story unfolded and then the choices of these town people that's where it got sloppy for me but uh a lot of the the dialogue even though it is overly prosed is some really good context um for some really deep philosophical things and there just was some sad moments that hit me in the feels because it's a relatable type of commentary so we start the episode i didn't write any notes I'm going straight by memory <laughs> with a, a very somber looking uh, John in the church as the doors have opened people are out and they are just uh, knocking on doors but also breaking into homes to to quench their hunger this is not at all how he felt things were, were going to go down or should have gone down <laughs> And I like, let's just stick with him for the right now. I like that he, in the end, understood that what he was doing was no altruistic type of action. It was based in a selfish desire of, I'm at the end of my life. I, I want a second chance. And everyone could understand that. You know, we're, we're heading down this path of, of death and you want more time. You want to 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 change the 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 choices you've made you want a do-over but we don't get do-overs which is why it's so important to to make choices that you can live with and i love when and i was very surprised to see (laughs) mildred back uh they they reunite she's not angry at him but i mean she took him down (laughs) that's a little odd that she wouldn't be as angry shooting a bullet at him like look what you have done yes i forgive you but at the same time you put our daughter in jeopardy and you're saying you wanted to bring this gift to us but john (laughs) i made my choice you made your choice i was never gonna ask you to take off that cloth uh or the collar and I wasn't going to ruin four lives. I was not going to be selfish due to my own. Because I can't tell if she was married or not. But this action would have caused pain. So even though I could have gotten what I wanted, I wasn't going to cause these people that particular pain in their life. I decided to, to be a mother, stick with the person that I was supposed to be with and raise our our child together and you cannot be a part of that and that is and i can't have you and that is what we have to sacrifice for the decision that we made 
uh and then you had him at the end of the life just not being able to accept that or he him getting the opportunity and then coming up with a whole bunch of excuses <laughs> to facilitate which is ultimately a very primitive desire for his own family and i love even when he said and it helped them as well but you know i can't even bullshit myself it's mainly for you and for sarah and of course that wasn't really a surprise that sarah was their daughter um there's another scene where he's like i'm just sitting there and i'm watching you're so close and i can't uh, that that was that's the part of it that is human where you can feel that empathy for him because of course that would absolutely tear your heart in pieces but that is also the choice that you had to live with <laughs> um everyone in the town is getting hella violent with dolly and uh I, wait that's the mayor going around looking for lee's other daughter and there were a few moments where she had to be held back but then the minute of the adult is not around she had no indication or inclination to get to her parents so it's just inconsistencies like that i'm gonna find it i'm gonna <laughs> i'm going to to critique it uh what's interesting is ed the whole ed and annie part that's where i was i was so sad especially after what happens to annie um they're all in the house uh let's see the sheriff uh aaron lisa warren and uh annie did i already mention annie <laughs> um and uh who am i missing here i think sarah i think i already said all those people okay so they're all in the house they're coming to the realization that and i didn't put it together so i'm glad that the show did put it together because i was like thinking this is not a very smart plan but they were just disabling the boats so that other people could get away but then they intended very much for their ass to cross over to the mainland and find some more uh food to eat so yes um they did have a plan that wasn't stupid however they realize exactly what that means for the rest of humanity that this is bigger than us but it's said in such a subdued manner <laughs> i don't know how else anyone i know just how i would react uh and she starts giving everyone knives she gives the sheriff back his gun only got three bullets in it and they're like yeah we can't let them leave this island and this is gonna save us a few minutes if just a few minutes maybe even seconds but take this because you're gonna have a choice to make it was morbid she didn't say it but part of it was not only defending because warren said what's the point they can get back up but shit i can get away what well, <laughs> i'd rather have a weapon than not have a weapon <laughs> uh and then that's when bev shows up with her ever faithful and, and i really thought that um what was his name uh, sturgis i thought sturgis was gonna turn on bev but he never really quite did and i think that he's just a simpleton that she was able to browbeat the way she was able to browbeat him and she probably has most of his life uh but she shows up for aaron she's like i need to have a word with you <laughs> after she has sturgis throw molotov cocktails 
into their home why would they go to the one place that they know anyone would find them <laughs> that was so dumb and stay there for a while like i would think they would go to annie's so that it would be just a little bit more difficult but whatever um annie tells her no i need to have a word with bev man you know what i'm tired of you i'm tired of this shit so you go help and get those children away uh, and then they all leave only for annie to come out the front door and says look i think you've been needing to hear this your whole entire life but you're not a good person um you are so upset like you think god only loves you and you only and no one else is allowed to be loved by him quite like you why are you so angry why are you so like this and it takes her she takes it in for a minute but she's more like like i don't have any problem with you <laughs> i don't have any issue with the children i would never hurt the children which is her other people's been killing their children and she's talking about how she would never hurt children uh and thus she tries to go into the house and she ends up slitting her own throat i mean she did it without hesitation i liked annie a lot so that's why i was sad when so it happened and then she's bleeding out and bev looks at the blood and she can't contain herself and her and sturgis decide that this is a snack they need to munch on and this gives the others enough time to get away some of the attacks in town just felt off <laughs> knocking on my door and no lights even come on in the house like who the fuck is that <laughs> and maybe i should be on my guard it's very dark i oh wait i forgot the powers are not on duh there i go there i go trying to find plot holes i mean there were because i still don't understand how no one else can get the power back did they, did they cut it to the point where it just couldn't be put back on maybe that's it i still don't love how it went down <laughs> i don't know how what other way i could point it out it just was it was manic and then them all just standing there as they watched the, the, the you know the angel quote unquote the vampire go through the house and one of the people go out and they're running and they're screaming they're all like shh like you can't hear them too <laughs> and then there's apparently a whole bunch of vampires all over the place or turned residents but the turned residents are choosing this particular blood i think some of them just had bloodlust in them so what i mean like some of the people in the church ain't even real church folks because ed and annie who are both very devoted church goers they're not you know they're seeing what's happening in ali which i still to this day never ever <laughs> believe that ali would turn on his dad like that but they feel the hunger and don't feel the need to be as vicious they're like yeah i feel it too but i don't think it changes who you really are if anything this is revealing how some of you really like look at uh the one chick and i will say that he did kill joe he ate joe and he licked up the blood of <laughs> what but he didn't actually go around in this particular manner to attack people and they believe that they're god's chosen like you have to be on a certain level to go that far 
And then you have, and even the, the, the mayor and their, and his wife, I felt all of them were, I don't know. I would think if they're so concerned for their daughter, Lisa, I, I, some of it just didn't just <laughs> stir just coming around. Your parents have been looking for you everywhere. Do you not think I don't want to be with my parents? And if I'm running from them, what does that tell you? And Sturge's poor thing was trying to put it together in the end. Like, I don't get it. Why are we doing these evil things? But at the and I'm ashamed of them, but you're telling me that I'm right. Uh he killed that little girl. And then you had that one dude show up and he's like, Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure I killed my wife and children. And he's crying and sobbing. And Bev goes, Well, if you were someone who attended church, you would have known. <laughs> <laughs> that you could have turned them but you didn't and thus that is your fault for not being a churchgoer oh please jesus let me kill this nigga she was so horrible all of her true colors came out she's like i don't want to drink your blood because it's uh contain or something he, he was like wow we're being this fucking racist what do you even like even the one of the uker he sees them and he's like you're brown so i'm like what the when did all of this race and i'm not saying people can't be racist but it does feel a little odd that this particular isolated island that really doesn't know shit about shit <laughs> automatically just <laughs> tamper down on this particular you brown what is something he called tear i don't even know but it was so un it was so appalling to watch because you know in that crowd all those people they just kept watching stuff happen and that's where i was having the biggest issue and you're just watching people <laughs> cry and you're like well he can't stay here there's no room for him so you'll have to just take him down and if those people are church girl people in the in the mass he doesn't even know what's going on and bev comes up to her and she denounces or comes up to pruitt and denounces him because he's like bitch you're crazy what you're doing is wrong <laughs> and this is not the way but then he also doesn't he just sits there with his ex's hand and uh, <sighs> <laughs> like do so if you know this is truly wrong why don't you go take some fucking actions dude take some fucking action <laughs> you should be burning down the church he was like that he can, he tells the one dude like you don't want to take him i'll take him because that's what the church of god is supposed to be and he's getting all upset about it and i'm like why isn't anyone listening to their pastor versus this bitch bev that everyone at this point has to know is a bitch uh even even annie who saw her every single day more than anyone else can still say you're not a good person and see it very easily so i don't it doesn't jive with me that people would be so gung-ho to continue to listen to bev even after you have pruitt saying you know what this is not what i intended nope this is not what i want and then he had he she tells him that this is a flock that needs leadership and then you just decide well i'll let her lead <laughs> no <laughs> Oh, she had the whole place set up with candles. Why the fuck did y'all need a lighter to set that bitch on fire? 
I mean, that's that's what I would like to know. <laughs> All the damn candles. If you put that freaking just a little bit of that, y'all was spraying gasoline like you needed it everywhere to 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 do what you're doing. You already said that the wind will take one little fire and spread it across the whole entire island, but they decided to help that along by Molotov and cocktail everyone's home because she's gonna make a sanctuary at the rec center. And keep everyone there because this is revelation and we need to burn the whole island down and we need to go spread the gospel to the rest of the world is where she's at um so then they have that one scene that I'm getting back to with the last time we saw because Lisa and Warren end up going in a different direction than the other three adults uh, the guns it does not work y'all need to like do headshots at least <laughs> they tried to get ooker and then he threw out a racial slur i'm like what What the fuck like you your best friend is supposed to be ali because lord knows we've seen ali with you more than warren and <laughs> that's the comment that you would make um uh, yeah uh, so then we don't see much of them except for a later scene where they go i hope the kids got away and then she says no i'm gonna I'm just going to decide that they did get away as they have decided that they're going to burn all the boats to make sure these bitches don't get off the island, which is a smart plan. But on the flip side of that, <laughs> why did Annie and Ed not at all mention their children? That's just so odd to me. So odd to me that they would not mention. And then you had like, it was sad seeing the mayor and their wife looking for their child, realizing, holy shit, my child might actually be dead because of someone finding them and eating like they're so fucking ridiculous how they don't use their brains but i guess when the hunger takes over you you can't be stronger than, but, but then they show other people were very much stronger than it but that's when i started crying when i saw uh the reunion between ed and annie i don't even know why it was so sweet because he was just looking so lost and then he saw her i i don't know why that just made me straight up start bawling <laughs> maybe because it's just genuine love and they just lost they both their children and they're about to die <laughs> and those two people i didn't think deserved to die that's why i was crying and they didn't partake of this this they really had their lives taken away um and he tells her like yeah you don't have to i watch people doing that and you don't have to do that i feel the exact same way don't let it change you but then they didn't talk at all about their child <laughs> or their other child like i hope warren got away <laughs> <laughs> none of that they just sung at the end that was sad too because near my god to thee is exactly what is uh exactly what is about to happen when the sun goes up for some of them that truly believe or at least they they you know that's what they're believing is going to happen uh but some of those others <laughs> well i think the town of the town people knew they didn't have anywhere else to go because they finally destroyed the Rex and I was very proud of Ali when he picked up and she's like boy she didn't even call him by his name she said boy and then you call his father racial slurs in front of him tell him I would never drink your blood because it's dirty what the fuck of course I'm gonna set this bitch on fire and help my father who's been shot not once but twice I don't know how I felt that he was she they were praying at the end and she ended up right next to them 
uh i do feel she got what was coming to her in a sense of she she had fear because if she believes how she truly believes if she believes she's going to hell and if she doesn't her life is over she wanted eternity she wanted she she hijacked religion for her own personal uh personal feelings in her life her own insecure whatever the case may be and then in the end you see that she she's trying to hide from judgment she's trying to hide from the inevitable where everyone else is able even in remorse to gather and forgive themselves and each other and still hopefully make it to uh, heaven's gate but here she is because in the end she's not a true believer and she's trying to dig her ass in the sun i'm like girl you could have worked on that a while ago to get your ass in the hole because i bet you you could have <laughs> not that many minutes to go but if you would have uh <laughs> worked out there ain't no caves on this damn island but whatever the case may be everyone needed to die that's the whole point but seeing her uh seeing her being so afraid and and you know you have people of true belief next to you and his son that made me cry too because his son finally started praying again that was sad <laughs> um as he's trying to help him away i'm tearing up about that right now that one that was way too emotional for me <laughs> because the thing of it is i might not believe but i have a huge respect for those that truly do and it is humbling seeing that in the face of that there is no fear of course really started balling when they went back to the conversation between Aaron and Riley after Aaron is just dying because she gets attacked by the angel and then as he's apparently when the angel is, is eating <laughs> he has no wherewithal of anything else when he's drinking of the blood he drinks her blood and while he's drinking her blood she takes her knife and she starts slicing parts of his wings and it's bothering him but it's not enough to bother him from sucking her blood she even pulls him back like no 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 don't worry about what i'm doing <laughs> and then after he realizes what the fuck and tries to get away she's having this long conversation she's remembering this conversation with riley but it's going a little bit different like oh you know what i did forget about me like religion aside belief aside she ends up assimilating a little bit what riley was saying like it is just over my molecules died like that whole speech was sad <laughs> but also beautiful because it's exactly how i feel personally about you know death and and uh life <laughs> and all that so it was hitting home for me on a, a few levels and so i was crying like crazy and then she died and that was sad and then sarah died because sturgis shot her after the pruitt after uh, the reverend was sitting there like he came in he saw her and he was like you know what good <laughs> burned this motherfucker to the ground too because I have clearly failed here and go out the back so no one sees you and I, I'm your mother and I I wish that we had gotten to you know we made choices I wish I had gotten to know you so it's clearly like yeah I'm your father I've been so proud of you I am proud of you then Sturgis shoots and I thought he was gonna like go <laughs> I thought he was gonna rip Sturgis limb from limb 
and I was here for it. And then I got sad once again because then homegirls like John, and then they go back and they're like their baby is gone, and no one should ever watch their parents die. It was even worse when he tried to give her the blood, and she spit it out like, no, I reject this. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. It was sad because it's exactly what he deserved for what he did like look at all this that you created and in the end you end up getting your daughter killed and now they have to take the uh their child to her favorite place as a child and that's where they end up dying because she ends up forgiving him he takes off the cloth he's like yeah i definitely do not deserve to be wearing that or the collar as the mother i don't know if i would be as forgiving but what else what else is there in that moment what else is there like he clearly didn't want that to happen she knows what his motives were and sturges poor sturges is just a he's not someone that gets it and in the end when the rec center is gone he's like there's nowhere else we burnt it all we did this and then he sees a kid and he's like he begs him to forgive him like i've done some things he's like i'm pretty sure i killed my mom uh once the the bloodlust is cleared from their eyes and he's like yeah first he started going into i did some i just did some things will you forgive me come on <laughs> he called he, he grabbed the other dude too she made that that comment that like we were only supposed to bring back people that we thought deserved to be brought back and he's like well he was always nice to me <laughs> so oh that's so tragic everything just got really fucking tragic lisa and warren they end up going to joe collie's uh getting a gun warren was stupid this whole episode <laughs> what is that gonna do minutes bitch weren't you listening he's like is my mom and my dad and my brother really dead yeah 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 <laughs> come on we got to go because like but this is also what i said in the beginning i would have been on that fucking canoe you best believe i would have been on that fucking canoe <laughs> so before this shit popped up i would have found that canoe and another canoe and made it work y'all crazy i would have been off this damn island uh but they end up getting away uh, they have this interaction where they see i guess where the the quote-unquote angels lair is where he's he's killed several people it would seem i didn't see who that was the other person but whatever and it's like you got light turning on and it's like yeah yeah, yeah i'm still gonna eat this that didn't make no sense to me then she shot at it twice and it was like just b- stop bothering me shoe fly you got fresh meat in front of you you honestly gonna not go after the fresh meat that's actually a threat to you because and then they put all the like gasoline it's supposed to be a smart creature in some respect at least it was shown as it was smart enough to know that it could put on a priest outfit and go in (laughs) oh but they end up setting the place on fire and then they go back to running and they end up getting away was sad when they had all the ash coming down like yeah that's that's all of the people we ever knew <laughs> but uh they do end up surviving the only survivors of this and you can't tell nobody what happened ain't nobody gonna believe your ass ain't nobody gonna believe you 
not only that lisa's legs um she can't feel them anymore so now that that blood is no longer in her system which is good because she might have burned her ass up too who knows no that actually doesn't work until you're dead uh what else am i missing she finally did something to help the thing from escaping but i feel as if riley wanted you to do more <laughs> i'm being funny she's like uh he can call the fairies back and why wasn't that a lot but it's like where are we gonna go until the fairies come back <laughs> there are no caves on this island apparently uh no one decided to give me shovels try to huddle into something somewhere but i honestly think that people were just ashamed of what they did and they just wanted it to be over and they didn't really know they didn't have all the the facts they didn't really understand what was going going on with them uh actually a lot of them didn't because it was only those people in the church and then they attacked people and brought them back you even saw the mayor bringing someone back after he attacked them so um i think that's all of the all of the things that occurred uh as i stated i think everyone had some type of understanding realization but some of it was a little <laughs> not realized this isn't my favorite out of the three that he's done the haunting of hill house and the haunting of blind manor i would still recommend anyone to watch it because i do think it it has a lot of good things in there uh, it's just the whole vampire aspect of it all <laughs> the horror af aspect of the of it all ended up being the weakest link of it and, and the characterizations as i stated earlier but uh the other two are much scared well haunting of hill house terrified me so blind manor will still be first haunting of hill house will be second and then this would be third for me uh i still want to see more of mike flanagan i want to see more of the the things that he creates because i do think he is a, a good writer i think that he um he does really good with stories even if <laughs> some parts are just a little too wordy uh but overall uh, i think this is a great showing out of a third miniseries from a successful franchise from a successful uh creator writer and director and while that concludes my thoughts for this episode we do have feedback so uh queen mimi take it away what up stina it's mimi this is my feedback for this uh series finale of midnight mass it was a limited series so i don't know what you call it but episode seven. Oh, i uh i really was the death of bev was so un underwhelming i wanted her to die so miserably granted she did die miserable everybody else in the town had come to terms with a what they did they they felt bad they realized that this is what they deserve and they all went they went blazing in the sun peacefully so she did seem pretty miserable because that bitch was clawing at the sand 
I don't know what she was trying to do, dig herself a hole and cover herself up. But like, bitch, you did, you literally thought you were like the the greatest human being on the planet and that God was going to save you. And he was like, no, bitch, you, you gone, you out of here, you're dead. <laughs> and don't think you're coming to see me, ho, because you're going to hell. Like she can't, I don't even think that she had the self, what's the word I'm looking for? Emotional intelligence to even understand that at the, even at the end when she was, she was the only one that fucking screamed when she burned to death because she really honestly in her soul thinks she's still right. And that's, I think makes the difference. I, I don't know if there's a hell and I don't know if there's a heaven, but I do feel like humans that go to the grave thinking that they're better they're better than everyone else because even uh riley's mom said it like wh why does it bother you that god loves my son riley who killed someone and you the same like why does it matter like why is it so hard for you to comprehend that god loves everybody equally like why is that such a hard concept for you to understand and she said right before she came out she was like i need to say something to you that, I, that i feel like you need to understand and i don't think even at the end that Be bev understood that she was wrong what happened in the town was god putting an end to her shenanigans because sturge was like we should probably put this fire out because the with the wind it's gonna spread and she was like oh shit burn it all down let's burn it all down and those that that at the end die hey it's god's will so guess what ho god's will you're dead and you had a miserable death everyone else even sheriff got his son back his son was like was the reason that he was able to to stop everybody else from still being alive they got rid of the boats they got rid of the whole town is gone and she still still to her death didn't understand that that you suck and granted i'm happy but i wanted i wanted her to be dragged for filth like i wanted someone in her own like sturge or the share i thought it was actually gonna be sarah's mom that was gonna let her know who she ain't like you know you go through life thinking you're so much better than everybody we all know you killed joe's dog we all fucking hate you but we couldn't do anything about it. But now, bitch, we all equal. So let me let you know who the fuck you ain't. Like, I wanted someone to just rip her to shreds. And I know it wouldn't have meant anything to her. Because, like I said, she's under the impression that she's the most sanctified person on this planet. That God loves her more than everyone else because she believes. She ain't going to heaven. Like, we, know, we all know that. But I just, I would have felt satisfied at the end with that gut-reaching scream when she burned to death knowing that in the end when she meets her she doesn't meet her maker she meets satan and i hope i always hope that the way lucifer says i don't know if you ever watched that show i don't think you did but basically everyone like the reason i like lucifer is because everyone says he's the devil everyone blames everything on him but lucifer says i don't make y'all do this shit y'all do it on your own my job my punishment is to be here with y'all and make you relive relive your worst moments over and over again that's one of the reasons why i love lucifer because i can't comprehend like why does everyone do bad shit and then blame it on some entity and then whenever something great happens let's blame it on an entity did it ever occur to you maybe your life choices are the reason that certain things happen god didn't tell you 
to pick up that crack pipe. And if God tells you what to do, why didn't he tell you to put it down? Why didn't you listen? Because you chose not to listen. So the devil made you do it. But God is in your ear too. Like I, it just, I feel like it can't be one. It can't be both. It's either you made the choice or God made the choice for you. Like I just, I guess that's the thing about religion I don't understand. But I like Lucifer because it, it says things like, when you die you live your worst moments over and over again like that's your hell and it's gonna be best hell and i think that's gonna be great she gonna see all the wrong choices she made for the rest of all eternity and that in itself makes me feel great because i'm gonna go with that because she's the worst and that's the only way i'm okay with the end of this i knew like last episode i'm like this shits cannot end well sarah um Aaron, the sheriff, uh, the, the kids, and then um, Riley's mom were the only ones left. And while they were in the house, like, I, I feel like they knew, like, I know none of them are fishermen or anything like that. But I just don't understand why their goal wasn't to try to get out, leave. Like, I understand, like, you, we need to stop them from leaving. But not, not anywhere in there did they have a good idea. It doesn't even seem like they had any idea. Eventually, they were like, well, we're all going to die anyway, so let's stop them from leaving. And I get that. But the I just feel like their plan, like, you could have easily burned all those things and got the fuck off the, the island. Like, when they were walking as a group, and they hear the lady screaming, and they just stand there like, shh, shh, the fuck are you doing? Don't y'all have a game plan? Can y'all follow through with it you can't save these motherfuckers i thought the goal was to stop everybody let's let's get this shit in motion what are y'all doing like i think that's what irritated me the most and why i don't like watching horror movies because i hate watching people do stupid shit constantly over and over again like i get let's split up let's here's our goal here's our thing like let's just assume that no one's ever heard of a vampire and that's not a lore in this dimension this world this realm or this planet or whatever the fuck you want to call it let's let's say this is a like there's no lure about vampires no one knows okay i get it you don't know to shoot them in the heart but like no one even tried like let's let's just shoot at this monster you didn't try shooting them in the head like i when when uh i forget what sarah's mom's name is but when she shot father and the, the creature got mad well why didn't anybody think to shoot the creature if you're gonna shoot a beast why not shoot the fucking leader <laughs> this is an angel you a motherfucking lot is not an angel i personally like if i'm gonna get murdered i'm gonna try and kill the big daddy like you know the <laughs> the boss of the the level like that's just me but not once like when um what's her name liz Liz no it's not Liz Liv no whatever the the mayor's daughter whatever the fuck her name is the one that was paralyzed when she was with the creature and they were trying to shoot it and it it wasn't even being bothered like well maybe we shouldn't use bullets why don't we try stabbing it like I get what Aaron was doing in the end but why she didn't try to like she was cutting its wings but it's feeding on you why not try and at least stab it in the heart something like it wasn't even being bothered i just i don't know no no one even attempted to try and kill the creature and that's the part i don't understand like why not try 
you see the bullets aren't doing anything why not try something different y'all just gonna let it kill you and keep infecting everyone and we don't even like we, we can make the assumption that when homegirl couldn't feel her legs again that the the creature was dead but it seems as though to me if just my lore of vampires if it fixed your spine why is it unfixed like once it repairs it you're safe like when someone's almost dying and they give them vampire blood they fix you 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 don't revert back later if you don't become a vampire i i don't know but the whole story was just tragic and you got these two kids just orphaned the whole town's fucking gone so what the fuck are they supposed to do how do you explain how the whole town's gone but they still alive who's gonna believe them the whole I don't know if, if Mike Flanagan's all his stories are like this, but it's pretty sad. And I personally don't know why I got roped into this, but now I feel like I'm in it. <laughs> I don't, I, I do appreciate, I don't know, I think her name is Annie. I don't know why I can't remember Riley's mom's name, but her, Riley's father and Riley's mom, I think were the unsung heroes of this show because they fairly, like they were all religious. They all went to church faithfully. They all drank from the thing, but they weren't stupid enough to believe that this was an angel. They were like the actual people that was like, this shit ain't right. And they did not bloodlust. They just dealt with the hunger. So that just proved that I think in the end, the, well, clearly the father realized that he was fucking wrong. And for the record, I knew that Sarah was his daughter. When she was when she was saying he just he's been staring at me since I was a little girl. I was like, is that the, is that that man's or is that that girl's daddy? <laughs> That's fucked up. But it was good to get confirmation. Um, and it seems like Sarah wasn't even surprised when she finally got the answer. She was like, huh. And I think it all clicked in her mind. Like, OK, that shit makes sense now she wasn't even like it didn't even shock her <laughs> maybe she kind of knew all of, like at some point you know or maybe her mom's dementia she probably let it slip some she probably knew already who knows um but the what was i talking about i didn't already circled around but oh lord my brain whatever it's still foggy from that cough syrup that i drank that i'm probably not gonna do anymore because it i feel drunk and i have not had any alcohol who i really don't even remember what i was saying but it doesn't matter we gonna end it here <laughs> until next time love peace hair grease and black girl magic queen of couch mimi out that was mimi with her thoughts on the episode i told her she was gonna cry she's like no i'm just raging <laughs> oh i was crying i teared up hey uh i wasn't sobbing i was crying uh (laughs) a few a few commentaries i'm with you on bev i think that us that you know i think it's just that need for visceral revenge she was a horrible person and thus it's our karmatic sense that that we feel those people should especially in television get their come up and, and get it really good but I, I also appreciate the fact that it was a fitting um, end for her. The worst kind of end for the for that type of person, right? Because as you stated, ripping them apart, she doesn't seem to be afraid of that. But being ostracized, rejected, alone, 
I think those are things that rather she comprehended why all that happened it's where she ended up in the end uh and 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 fearful and screaming and and not having that peace as you convinced yourself (laughs) was an actual um actually was a a good death for bev and she straight she straight did kill that dog i know i was saying what i was saying about it at the time because that was me and my personal need karmatic need for revenge you know i'm like well you know it's an accident but what he did was an accident what she did was not and i always go back to the mantra two wrongs don't make no right i can want it i can desire it i can visualize it in my brain but it's the actions that truly that truly matter you know you're but you're supposedly better than anyone at least when the the ones that ain't religious that we ain't trying to fool nobody <laughs> our flaws are ooh, right on out there well some of us why am i not seeing everyone um and like you say the same with the industry it's almost like i get this all the time with my sisters and brothers well i'm doing this that and other because back in the day in 20 you know 1994 you didn't go to my softball game so it 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 messed up the whole trajectory motherfucker that's 18 years and you can't blame anybody else for your life at some point you got to make your own decisions your decisions are yours and theirs are theirs and that's how you have to it don't matter what your mama sister dad cousin did to you i understand it might be a part of that story but it's only a small part of that story and you got a lot more to tell so blaming other people for whatever goes wrong in your life i hate that i hate that's why i'm not very fond of people who do that despite one part of me being very understanding yeah coming from a fucked up childhood is not gonna make for a great adulthood you know you kind of push it to but at the same time because my mama did wasn't the best she wasn't the worst <laughs> at some point you gotta look up and turn around your head and realize that there is this thing called worse and that's not even close she wasn't even close bruh better get the fuck up over that my mommy didn't come into my games that's why i'm doing drugs like no bitch you're doing drugs because as you pointed out your ass decided to pick up the crack pipe <laughs> no one told you to go do drugs no one pushed you into that get the fuck out of here with that nonsense uh and it did start a plan but it was interrupted by the molotov cocktails but i'm also with you i think their plan was very disabled disorganized uh they did want to go take out the boat so i I do think that they had part of a plan they were just on the way there was just a few scenes that didn't make sense like yeah the shushin scene that was dumb that whole interaction didn't even need to happen just go okay they say you go kids go to the boat you go here they knew where they were going they clearly knew they weren't getting out the island they were they went to the boats i think they had somewhat of a plan just in the middle of it we we unfortunately got some dumbass scenes and i bet the mama mildred was aiming for the creature and hit john because we see that she loved him so why would she just all of a sudden put up a john you gotta die motherfucker you had the opportunity plenty of times even when you say you're not going back to that church so i'm guessing she was aiming for that particular creature and didn't kill it but why wouldn't anybody else yeah there's there's a lot to be desired in last week's episode <laughs> about people's choices and this entire series about people's choices which is my biggest issue with it it all makes smart one 
I can see though people being like they're immortal like you shot him in the fucking head he's alive if I keep shooting this thing yeah it's probably just gonna live that's not gonna help it what I do know is it's kryptonite is the sun <laughs> so I'm instead of trying to stab it to death which is not gonna help because it's not gonna die like that's that seems to be the trade-off I don't think the whole vampire lore applies to everything where you can eat it with a steak and a heart or a zombie I think in the show version they made it very clear that they once they're resurrected the only kryptonite they have is the sun so i'm kind of with them like just i might stab you to get away but i'm not about to put a whole concentration on unless it's fire now fire i thought they could have used a lot more of that is what i will say like you saw that at least pissed them off why don't you set the motherfucker on fire but they had just ran away and then it seemed to be perfectly fine after five seconds so i think after seeing that 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 didn't bother me too much <laughs> that they didn't just attack it more and attack other people more because what is the point if they are just gonna like yeah i might put you down for a second but that's about it because you're clearly coming back you got rejuvenated blood and then they explained it i don't think the creature being dead is why her legs were not moving uh going back and if it wasn't for the fact i was taking notes i wouldn't have listened to everything sarah was saying but she did uh say once it's in it's in the blood so if you haven't died and it's in, in they introduce it to you in your blood the the vampire blood all it's going to do is temporarily heal you they kept getting the communion so it kept causing people to reverse their aging and get better but once the blood is out of your system then you no longer get that benefit the minute she stopped going to church or getting that communion is the minute that the blood was out of her system so that's where i took that as uh and i think this is my last one no yeah um i also think part of it was we saw how many people were coming to mass every day and then how many people showed up on easter sunday i think people heard things were going on at the church and more people showed up and they weren't necessarily christians they were there just to be in the church like they probably didn't show up maybe around christmas and around easter and that's it and they really weren't true believers but easily malleable to to what they don't fully understand or believe in and their only grasp of it is this particular religion but yeah it makes sense that the true believers would be like the fuck <laughs> that's not what my god preaches whatsoever because anyone who truly believes knows that and that's why i love the reveal that bev and even pruitt weren't like yes they may have given themselves to god and to the church a little bit but when it broke it down in the end and the bullshit was pushed away they were just people so that is the conclusion of this mini series <laughs> you want to send feedback for any of our other shows black couch at gmail.com uh what is going to be placing this i believe behind her eyes uh that's been in my list for a while and i thought well maybe finally get into this one so uh my social medias will be below remember to like share subscribe and until the next time peace hair grease and blacker magic <laughs>